Hey, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of the Wealth Habits Podcast. I am so excited to be here with my two friends. Now, this is going to be a little bit different episode. I am going to serve as the host, and I'm putting my co-host and his wife on the hot seat. Hot seat. Hot Here seat. we go. Yes. Here we go. And I've got questions. So you guys know that our tag is that if all you have is money, you are not winning. And what one of the things that we stress is that you, ha- you have to win in multiple areas of your life. And one of those areas is in your family life and in your relationship. So the beautiful thing is that I have known Corey and Delilah for not quite 20 years. I think I met you guys like 2002, 2003. Right. Yeah. And in that time, I've really gotten a front row seat to your relationship and you know I I feel like I am uniquely qualified to to speak to the truth of what probably other people see on the outside and I've watched you guys work together I've watched you guys play (laughs) together like I've been around I've watched you guys go through some stuff together like so so yes, yeah, so I just want to kind of talk about that that relationship, and then we also have some qu- uh, call, uh, questions that have come in from uh, other friends that we're also going to bring into the conversation. Cool. Well, so y'all ready for this? Absolutely. Y'all nervous? <laughs> <laughs> Be nice, Sherry. Okay. okay you know. All right. All right. All right. I, got, and I, and I, got. I have to say this part because. I really do consider you guys hashtag relationship goals. Appreciate that. Just because of the genuine nature of the relationship, the love is so palpable. You can feel it. And, and you know, again, it's, sometimes you look at outside pictures of people and you think, well, that's not really, it ain't really that good. But I can tell you guys, I've been up close on them and it, it's as good as it looks. Appreciate so Thank you. Um, let's just start at the beginning. Sure, how, sure. How did y'all meet? <laughs> you going to share this, babe? No, this is going to be your share. See, well, let me just preface up front, okay? I have been, or I am now an involved person, all right, from when <laughs> we first met. I just, I want to throw Throw that out there ahead of time. So when you hear this story, please understand this is not the Corey of today. Okay? <laughs> no, no one sitting outside the house throwing eggs or anything like that. I mean, yeah. All right. So go ahead, babe. Tell the story. So in the summer of '95, I came to LA, and I was living with my best friend at the time. I was working at a day camp, and one of the students, um, his mom was Corey's assistant. And she had asked me if I was interested in taking some model shots. And I was completely floored, right? Because I come from a small town, Orosi, California, Los Angeles. This was my first time coming to Los Angeles. And I, I was flattered that she asked me. And I said, I, I don't understand. She said, well, I work for a photographer. And he's looking for new faces, people of color in particular. So I thought that you would be, you know, someone that he would consider. So I, um, I went back to my best friend and I asked her her opinion of whether or not I, sh- I should do it. Because, you know, L.A. is a big city. I didn't know anybody. I didn't know what type of photographs he wanted to take. So I decided to give him a call because she had given me his number. Like, first of all, her whole mind went to a different level, right? What kind of photographs I was going to take? Right. Really? Come on. <laughs> so, anyway. I'm going to get hooked up. Right, right, right. 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 <laughs> She's going to be on the website. Right. <laughs> so, so I gave him a call, and I said, hey, um, this is Delilah. Tiffany gave, Tiffany gave me your number. 
Um, and I was wondering if I could just ask a few questions about this photo shoot. And he said, sure. And I said, well, I was just wondering, you know, do you, do you have a portfolio that I could perhaps take a look at so that I could know what type of photographs? And then he stopped me before I could even finish my oh sentence. Oh, my gosh. And he says, look, women in L.A. come a dime a dozen. Either you're interested or you're not. So when you decide, go ahead and give me a call back. Click. I've evolved, so guys. Wait a minute. No, no, no. I want right. everybody to so, know I've evolved since then. I, let me say this because I've heard this story before, but I've forgotten the details. Right. But as you were stating the question, I heard Corey's answer. Right. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, okay. so the sensitive one that I am, I was a bit hurt, and I I didn't know if I would go ahead and move forward. So again, I talked to my best friend, and she said, "Well, it's completely up to you." So then I spoke to Tiffany. Um, soon after that, and she said, look, Delilah, there's going to be only two other girls. All he's asking is that you have a nice long gown. Um, we're going to take photos on the beach in the gowns and then bring some jeans, a uh, nice blouse. and yeah, a, I didn't say lingerie. Right, or, right. You know? yeah. bring, a, bring a cap. We're going to go to the uh, ra railroad tracks. And she said, and I will be there. There's nothing for you to worry about. So I opted to go ahead and do the photo shoot. And so the day of, we got to the apartment and when I saw him, he smiled. <laughs> he, he, he had braces at I the time. I wish y'all could see this reaction. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> so he had braces, right? But his smile, I mean, to this day, it just, it warms my heart, it fills my heart. And I just, I was just stunned initially by his smile. What I noticed though, was when we were about to enter the apartment, there were doors, right? And he opened the door for all, you know, the females. And I, I just, I noticed that right away. And then he went over to the table, he had his portfolio, he opened it up, and he looked at me and he says, Hey, Delilah, I know you had asked me about my portfolio. Here are some of the shots that I've taken. And he was not at all the person that I spoke to on the phone. He was a completely, completely... She coming in a bad day. That's all that was. <laughs> so, I, there was things going on, I'm it sure. It wasn't even that, that I heard, <laughs> I heard in the spirit. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so, yeah, again, you know, he just was not the person that I had spoken to on the phone. We had a wonderful shoot, right? You know, we, um, we had a lot of fun. And this was soon before I was going back to college. Um, so he says to me, hey, Delilah, uh, you can come pick up your photos on this day. Why don't you come by my studio? So I'm thinking, photography studio, right? He's a photographer, I'm gonna go to his studio. Well, when I was in college, um, I, I believe it was my junior year, I had wanted to make the effort of taking some sort of martial arts. And for whatever reason, it was Taekwondo in particular. Well, anyway, I drive up to the curbside, thinking I'm going into this photography studio, and I look up, and it says Taekwondo West. And I look at the address, and I'm thinking, am I at the wrong place? Well, I got out of the car, I walk into the studio, and guess who's on the mat? <laughs> Corey was on the mat 
with these three and four year olds. It was called the Little Dragon Class. And being that I was in school to study to become a teacher, I was just like, oh my God, kill me now. <laughs> right? I'm, I'm just, he's just full of, he was just full of surprises. So anyway, he runs off the mat. He shares with me that he's the master of this studio. And I'm, you know, I, I was just, I was just floored. So anyway, um, I ended up going back to school and we yeah, had, so. yeah, yeah and we had exchanged numbers and he said, Hey, you know, if you're ever in LA, why don't you give me a ring? And, and that literally was it. It was, I was taken away by him. Um, and in my mind, I thought, you know what? Just in the short amount of time that I, that I was around him, there were things about him that I wanted in whoever I was going to eventually be with. And so when I was away at school, um, I don't know, maybe a few months later, he had told me that he was going to be in San Jose area. I was, I was um, attending college in um, San Rafael. And so he said, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be in San Jose. Why don't you come to our tournament? And I said, of course, you know, I'll come hang out. And, and, and this was purely platonic at this time. You know, we were just really, talking. No, really, really. Core, no, really, we weren't. You weren't being a dude. You weren't like. Yeah, honestly, it wasn't. I knew she was really interested in martial arts. Mm-hmm. And I figured we were in the area. And I had all our students there, you know. Cool, come out and watch the show, you know. And that's really what it was about for us at the time. Well, unfortunately, they didn't end up going. Right. And so I miss, we missed that opportunity to see each other. Well, lo and behold, um, when I was graduating to get my credential, my sister was graduating from high school at the time, and her goal was to move to Los Angeles. And so she said to me, hey, why don't we both move to Los Angeles? You would now have your credential. You can find a teaching gig there. And I said, that sounds, that sounds like fun. That sounds like a plan. And so we ended up doing that, and I had told Corey prior to that my sister and I were moving, and I didn't really, you know, know anybody at the time because my best friend was was she had she had left, and so um, he decided to help me, you know, find a spot. And honestly, I was looking for a place at that time too. So yeah, and uh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't believe Corey, but go ahead. Right. Yeah, no, everything I'm saying, I'm just like getting the short change. Is there any truth to what I'm saying? Right. Hey, right. Sherry. Right. 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 But before I was moving to LA, here, right? before we, we were going to move to LA, we mm-hmm. had talked on the phone. You know, we were just we were just friends. Well, when he said, "Why don't you come to LA? I found you a place to live." I said, "Cool." I came. We went to the apartment complex. It was a two bedroom for my sister and me, and I, we were so ready to move in. And, and he said, oh, and by the way, I live next door. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas that are listening to this, tell me in the comments if you believe Come that on. Is just hey, We were just friends, okay? <laughs> it just made logical sense. So I was right there. Now she knows somebody. I was looking for a place. So, you yeah. know, our friendship grew, and again, you know, there were so many qualities about him that I had really, really appreciated. Well, prior to me going away to college, um, my father had said to me, and this is, you know, it, it, it's pretty, pretty. No, don't give a context. Just do it to say it because okay. it'll, it'll work itself out. Okay. So <laughs> before I went away to college, my dad said to me, do not bring a man home 
unless he's the man that you're going to marry and make sure he's not black. Bam. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. Yes. yes. Right? <laughs> yes. And that's a whole different topic. Yes, yes, but yes, yes. That always stuck with me when I went away to college. And I didn't bring anyone home. Um, so much, in fact, her family thought that she might have been gay at the time. And that's why she wasn't bringing anyone home. Right. You know? right. So, <laughs> like, well, I was just herself, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> you know? Right. So they're just wondering, that you know. That is wonderful. So. That is really rich. Right. <laughs> it's okay. Right. You know. We so, love you anyway. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, I decided to share, um, now that Corey and I were in a relationship, to share with my parents that I was seeing somebody. Now, mind you now, I did not have a conversation with Corey that I was- Unbeknownst to me. That I was okay. gonna go tell my parents about him. Now, just let me put some context to this part, because I think, first of all, we haven't had any conversation like where this is going, right? This is just fun for us. We're enjoying our friendship, that kind of thing. So we're not even talking about marriage, engagement, any of that stuff. So she's about to go and make this life-altering event conversation. Wow, right? Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> so me knowing how this conversation was going to go with my, with my dad, um, I brought a black and white model photo of Corey with me, an 8 by 10 <laughs> So I go, I go home. Right, and it wasn't a good time because there were family, you know, issues going on at the time. So we're sitting at the dinner table. My dad is sitting directly across from me. I'm at the other end of the table. My mom's next to my dad. My brothers, my two brothers. I could feel the tension. Right, right, right. <laughs> my brothers and my sister, and I had prompted them that there was something I wanted to share with them. And so, of course, you, you could, you can see this right so we're sitting at the table and I said mom dad there there's something that I want to share with you and initially I think they thought I was pregnant she's not gay so I said I've met somebody and I believe that this is the man that I want to spend the rest of my life with he has not asked me to marry him but I know in my heart that we're going to be together. And my dad says, what is he? Not, oh, happy for you. I love right. that you're, what is right, he? what is he? Yeah. yeah. So I was prepared. I had that photo of Corey. I took it. I slid it down the table. <laughs> he looked at it. And he slid it back down. He got up. And he says to my, to my mom, I need you to get her, her birth certificate, her life insurance, and anything else that she needs because she's this is it. This is Game it. over. And he walked out. Oh my God, Delilah. Oh my God. Right. So my mom starts crying. I start crying. Like it just. And I don't know any of this. Yeah, is he, going he on, didn't like, realize this is all, what was right. Was I happening. just thought she was going home to see her parents and. It was going to be just an interesting weekend and stuff, right? It was interesting. Yeah, yeah that's so, what it was. So, oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I ended up going to see my maternal grandparents first to, to say goodbye. And being that um, I didn't speak our, la our language, um, I did my best to communicate to them that I wasn't coming back because my dad and mom were upset 
that my boyfriend is black. And so um, there were tears, you know, and hugs. And then I drove over to my paternal grandparents' house. And my grandmother, she was in, in complete shock. She could not believe how my dad handled it. And this is her dad's mother. And the first thing she says is, you have the picture? And I showed it to my grandmother, and she just had the biggest smile. And she said, he's so handsome. <laughs> and then she got mad and said, if your dad cut his wrist right now and I cut mine, we would all bleed red. She said, I don't know where he learned that from, mm. but that, that wasn't right. Mm. And so we hugged and cried, and I left. And you know, just this is a, like Harry and I Megan. know, right, right. Know. So we were talking about the royal family <laughs> earlier, but <laughs> right, woo. Yeah, yeah. But you know, and so we'll go ahead and finish that last part, and I'll kind of jump in on that. And so yeah. I ended up calling Corey to let him know, you know, right. what had happened, and he responded like, Come with, home, baby. "Yeah." <laughs> he just said, "Come home." Yeah. So I I ended up going back, and I want to say. A few days later, my dad called, and Corey had answered the phone. I was like, who's this? <laughs> yeah, so, hold on one second. Let me see if she's around. You know? <laughs> so um, he said to me, I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't have said you know, what I said, and is it okay if we meet him? And at this point, you know, she she really thought. No, wait, her, where are you well, as far as like this is my wife or the moment I end? Yeah, so yeah, so this point, so when she came home, because that's some foresight, right, Delilah. Right, right, right. That's some serious yeah, like. Yeah. But when she came home, right, it was more like just let her vent, you know, more than anything else, right? And she kept saying that he's prejudiced, he's this. And I said that he's not prejudiced; he just doesn't know. Like in his mind, in the world, in the in the area that he grew up in. He just saw the negativity of what black people were, right? And I think for him, he just automatically had this stereotypical conversation in his head that he thought it was going to be this way. And I just kept saying, I don't believe that he's prejudiced. You know, just something in my heart. Just How could he raise someone like her and this is someone, you know, that I love and adore? And at this point in time, we're still dating, but she's such a great intellectual person and just a sweet person. Like, you, you can't be prejudiced and, and spawn something like that to me, you know? And so I think at the end of the day, when he finally called, you know, and he told her, you know, I want to meet him, you know, let's come home. You know, I think that was like validation that he wasn't prejudiced. Because if you're prejudiced, you ain't trying to meet the cat. Right. You know, you're just done. Right. That's it. You know. Right. So um, I said, of course, you know, and he said, OK, we'll set a date. You both come and and we'll get to meet him. And, you know, in the Filipino community. Family is extended family. So let me talk about this part. <laughs> <laughs> so mind you now, you know, I grew up in between Los Angeles and in New York, and it's always been city, right? And I'm used to the city, you know? And at the time, I think I was driving like a, like a 5 Series BMW, uh -huh. but it was like my pride and joy, right? You know, I don't want to get it dirty, you know, kind of thing. And I remember we were driving on this long, long, long dirt road, right? And it's like cars lined up everywhere. And I'm going, 
man, someone's having a hella party, right? I'm like, dude, this is going to be a heck of a party, whoever this is, right? And I'm thinking we're going to pass their house, right? And we drive up, and it's like at the end of this dirt road, and it's Delilah's house, right? And when you drive up, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, first of all, um, this was just a little get-together. You know what I mean? <laughs> so then she starts to tell me, well, Filipinos, you know, it's, it's family is everybody. It's the cousins, uncles, aunts, sisters, aunts from 2009, back then, you know, whatever it is. It's just way back. Play mama, it's, play yeah, daddy. Play daddy. everybody, yeah, right? right? And everyone's there. Well, we drive up to the driveway, and I look out, and it's all the men sitting out in the driveway in chairs. And I'm talking about... I'm a pretty confident person. And I was like, oh, what's about to go down? <laughs> I was like, you know, I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, they about to ambush me. Right? Right. 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 So, Mind you, and there's cornfields that we had yeah. passed, and he was Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, babe, I'm, saying, I'm telling you right now, I'm not going in the cornfield. Right. I'm like, dude, I'm like, if your dad said come take a walk with me, I'm like, no, I'm not doing that, okay? I've seen children in the corn, okay? I'm not going there, right? Yeah. Right, I'm not doing this. And he's like, babe, it's going to be all right. So... We drive up, I get out of the car, I walk around the car, I open the door for Delilah, <laughs> right? And I open the door so she can get out, you know? And then at that point in time. Well, what, what was interesting. But first of all, just the row of men. Right, like that, yeah. That's a scene oh, from a movie. Totally. Yeah, like just, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're all drinking, yes. smoking, yes. playing cards, and. They're I, ready. They're ready. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Right. yes. Okay. And, wow. then, and then when we had pulled up, all, all my aunts, you know, all the women come out. When he opened the door for me, they were like, what, what just happened? Is he opening the, the door for her? So that was a complete surprise. Well, I decided we're going to go into the house first and mingle with the females. Trying to ease me in first, yes. okay? <laughs> right. right. So um, Corey had gotten my plate, right? because this was all new to him, and he, he wanted to serve me. And again, the women were like, what is happening? Why is he, why is he getting her plate? Because her culture is just the opposite. I, yes, right. Right. yes. So we sat down, and you know, they, they asked him questions, and they were very impressed by the fact that he had a BMW, because that's in their mind status, right? And the fact that he had his insurance license, that was, that was you know, that was great, you know, and, and that he was a, an entrepreneur. So they really appreciate that about him. And so, you know, we were there for a little bit, and then he decided, I think it's time that I go. Let me go talk to these guys. Yeah, let me go talk let's to go the men. Let's go deal let's with it. Let's get it, right. let's <laughs> get it over. <right? laughs> it's going to go one of two ways, right? right? So <laughs> I got to get jumped. Let's just go. Let's <laughs> get it off. So he goes out there, and, of course, my dad asks him, um, what would you like to drink? Um, and they're offering him alcohol, right? Like real alcohol, though. <laughs> right. Like something yeah. to make your like chest sound hurt. royal, right? right? Yeah. And, um, and Cor says, oh, no, thank you. I, I don't drink. And all the men were like. <laughs> you are black, right? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right. even thinking in the air. Right. 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 And they're like, oh, okay. And so then they said, uh, cigarette? He's mm. like, I don't smoke. And so all these things, Stereotypical right, right, thoughts, they, they, right, they're thinking, oh, wow, you know, um, this is a surprise. So then um, my dad, because he doesn't want an alcoholic drink, my dad's looking at me like, get him something to drink because, you know, that's what we serve. So I was like, okay, I'll be right back. I'll go get you, you know, a 7-Up or a Sprite. 
So he got to sit down with them, and, you know, they had their small talk. Um, and your uncle. Yeah, so my uncle started to ask him just about, you know, things in his life and what he enjoys doing. And he mentioned that he was in the Navy. And in, in our culture, you know, being in the, in the military is, is respectful. And so when they found out that he was in the Navy, they were excited, like, okay. So the guards started coming down a little right. bit, right? We're having good conversation at this point. And um, <laughs> then he said, oh, I've been to the Philippines. So then everybody's now a little bit more better, right? He's yes. talking about the places that he visited in the Philippines. And so they're just starting to, to you know, let their guards down. And then he mentioned that he was a martial artist. And Filipinos love martial arts, right? In particular, Corey knows the Filipino martial art of the fighting sticks, screma, the Kali sticks. He had them in the trunk of his Shut yeah. Up. You planned that. Right? Yeah. You planned that. Who knew? Who knew? I had to carry my my Kali sticks with me, you know, like all right. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So he went and got them out of the trunk and he showed them, you know, what yes. he knew. And he won them over. Like it was. It was cool. It was I very, love very it. cool. I yeah. love it. So he that, won yeah. on his own merits. That, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know what was really good about that? It was like it's like that cultural divide, right? Yeah. When you find that commonality, when you find that thing that connects people, everything is open and it's open. It's possible. So you know? here, here's a question I have because this this came from a question I uh, shared yeah. with you about just blending cultures. Did yeah. you like? Getting past family, but yeah. I'm saying in your own household, yeah. not dealing with family, but dealing with just the two of you. Did you have any kind of cultural divide that you had to like, you know, leap over like things that, you know, coming from a African-American culture or coming from a Filipino culture that. I think, you know, honestly, I think, well, I think a couple of things. I think as raising kids, because we have kids, right? We try to give them the best of both sides. We want them to understand that they're black, but they're also Filipino, right? And they both have their own different cultures, and there's different things that are great about both, right? And I think uh, I think we've done a pretty good job of, you know, infringing that upon them so they get the concepts, you know? Um, I think each one of our kids kind of gravitate to different sides, I think, you know, mm -hmm. more so than the other, and which is always interesting to watch them because I'm always laughing, though, like who they're becoming, right? And just kind of laughing about their whole process I guess right there was a point um, when Kahea she we had <laughs> asked her are you black or Filipino and she said I'm a girl <laughs> right I believe that that we have done a, a pretty is, good she definitely identifies her black side <laughs> we've done a, a pretty good job of, of, of sharing both cultures uh, we make it a point to go visit my family yeah um, you know every few months yeah. and so they get to really see uh, how we handle birthday parties and the types of food that we Let me we, tell you guys this, man. We, the culture, the, their culture, they give money, okay? <laughs> I was like, shut up. We get all this money from these people, you know, just for having a reception, you know? So, so you know, that was right on my alley. I was like, yo, we go to the Filipino every time, right? And our culture, we like, oh, man, no, I ain't got no money. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you on your own, okay? Right, 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 you know? very, very little presence. <laughs> right. It was mostly yeah, it's cash. dollars, cash in yeah. envelopes. So right. I was like, nice. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's it's a whole different thing. So here's a question that that came up from one of the people who sent us questions. Before you got married, 
you had a definition about marriage. What was that? Do you remember? Can you go back? Hmm. And you and just for the record, so we say it, you guys have been together 22 years married yes. and 23 years together. total. Together. Okay. Yeah. All right. You know, I, I, I think it's funny because I, I don't think that you can ever have a true definition of what marriage is. I think it's something that evolves for each individual, you know, and unfortunately, you know, I hear the time or the, the comment all the time is, you know, I didn't have anyone to model after, you know. Um, and that's why we didn't have a great marriage. I, I didn't either, you know, personally, you know. Um, my mom did a great job, but there wasn't like a, a man and husband in the household all our lives raising us, so I never knew what that looked like to have a dad around. But I felt like at the end of the day, when you find the right person, you put the work in, you know, and I think that really is what makes it happen for us, you know, from that standpoint. Um, I didn't really have a definition of what marriage should look like. Uh, seeing my parents, I knew for sure that whoever I married, we would dance a lot together because that's what I saw my parents do. And it brought them so much joy. Um, that was their happy place. And so I knew that I wanted a, a husband who, who would enjoy doing that with me. And then also um, having a sense of humor because I remember growing up watching my my mom and dad, they would share stories and they would just laugh all the time. And I wanted that. I definitely wanted that. How has your definition of marriage changed? Like from when you were that, you know, 20, I mean, you're not a girl at 20, but you're young. Right. At that young 20 something idealistic to now seasoned children almost out of the house. How has your definition of marriage changed? I think for me, it's, um, I think when you're first starting out and you're starting to have kids, it's about the kids. You focus on them. You try to think about their well-being. It's your, your every thought process is how to make them better and how to protect them, right? Um, I think as you get older and the kids get older, you start being able to think about each other and spending time with each other and how that relationship will evolve over time. And then, honestly, do you still like each other, right? Because you start asking those questions, like, I'm going to be saying with this same woman for the rest of my life, you know? <laughs> uh, and I think that's a big part of it. So I think definitionally-wise, I, I think for me anyway, um, I enjoy thinking about us having just time for each other and so doing that. you brought up something that I think is key, because I think a lot of people, when the kids leave home, it's like there's nothing left of the relationship. Right. What do you think it has gone wrong that uh, gone wrong? But what do you what choices do you think were being made that opened the door for when then the kids left for there not to be anything there in the relationship? They probably didn't make it a priority to still love on each other, right? Because it was specifically About focused the on the kids. Right. Where they, for us, yeah. we have date day. That that's every Friday, that's, like clockwork. You know, you know, that's a must. We have mm -hmm. we have to, yeah. and not because we feel that. What you think of the word "have to," right? It's not a chore. We want to, we 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 look forward to it, and we know that because this has been our pattern and our behavior since the beginning, that we're even more excited once our children, you know, we're empty nesters that. We continue to play harder together. I you know, know. It's, um, 
you know, Gary Chapman talked about the five love languages, and I was remembering a, a part of his book he talked about being in love and then having a mature love. And he talked about it, it's an obsession when you're in love, and that it may not even be healthy because eventually it runs out. And I remember listening to that part of that audio that I was listening to, and I was thinking to myself, hmm, that's interesting, because I thought being in love was the ultimate at the time, you know? But I realized that when you love someone, the obsession part goes away where you can, because, you know, when you're first in love, it's all about that other person. Oh, my God, I can't even work anymore because I'm just thinking about this person every day, every day, every day. Um, and I think you get caught up in that moment, right? And then that's the only thing that matters. But that's not sustainable, you know? And I think at the end of the day, when you start to become a mature love and you start thinking about each other as individuals and that we are truly individuals and respecting one another about what makes them great and what makes them who they are, then you start to build that mature love. And I think that's what happens after these 20 plus years of being together, you start thinking about other ways to make our relationship even stronger. Yeah.